Welcome to the CJH show, and I have a guest, and introduce yourself. Um, I would like to say greetings and salutations to um, the fans of CJH and any fans of mine. I am Ian Slater. I am the Puerto Rican, whatever reason. It is what it is and what it's going to be, but I really appreciate the time to actually was given to actually come on this channel and um this if to my understanding we'll figure out a way this will be shared onto my channel also but um i really do like the fact of you invite me and it's been a minute but i hope i'm a gracious guest guest aggressed guest <laughs> abreast of what a, a chicken breast there you go but uh Thank you for having me on, and um, as I always do, I always say a couple things, like share, subscribe to our channels, and also, of course, um, I don't know if you do this on yours, but I do this on mine. This channel is for 18 and older, viewer discretion is advised, we may talk about things that may not be savvy for younger viewers, but... I really appreciate the time that I'm here and that I'm talking to your viewers and to your fans. So I'm going to go off screen to make it even so it doesn't yes. confuse, but this is what I look like, this is who I am, and this Absolutely. lady is always with us. And <laughs> also, this is the new setup too, so this is not like my season two, as it were. It's weird because uh, I like my old setup, but um, I'm getting used to this. But the lights are too bright. But um, we'll get back into the uh, stop cam screen, and we'll go from Absolutely. there. So, CJH, thank thank you for actually inviting me. Of course, uh, I I wanted to get back in the swing of things and uh, start streaming again. Oh, I totally hear you. It's it's been it's been one of those things where I'm not sure about your end because again we haven't really fully talked and it, it's life it, it if anybody understands life happens so when people come together and they pull apart it's nothing personal it's one of those things where life happens to people and they have to actually fix their own personal business so exactly. obviously i have my life and you have yours so i'm not taking offense of this that, and the third, and i hope you don't take offense of mine and that's Absolutely. what it should be but you know how like twitter life is yes Exactly. So I'm glad that we're actually accessible. Exactly. I'm just glad we're able to reconnect and we actually have our reunion, as it were. So we're reunited and it feels so good because we only need to get copyright. So there you go. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, talk to me, brother. What's going on, man? How's everything up north of the border? Shout out from Como, Slovakia, New York. Well, we're going through a pandemic. There's that. It almost feels like The Walking Dead. Yeah, we're going through a pandemic and a lecherous governor, so it's it's two pandemics in one. Absolutely. <laughs> and Star Wars was almost at a high with The Mandalorian, and then it just crashes and burns. <laughs> exactly. So that's why you actually had me come on, and we talked previously before about what was going on now. Full disclosure, I am a Star Trek fan, but my second is Star Wars. I do have 
not just knowledge, but also nuance to Star Wars to anybody watching this right now. So I can actually hang on this conversation. Any questions I do ask, obviously CJH will actually pull me in. So we'll go from there. So yeah. Let's talk about the brother, like Geode. Like I did an interview with a fake Geode. <laughs> I I was just watching that. In fact, uh, it was pretty funny. But uh, of all the things I could have uh, made, a rock. Yeah. A rock Literally. of all things. Yeah. It 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 it. it, it. It's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know how to even come at this as an intellectual. When it comes down to it, you, I, and all of us that are YouTubers are either intellectuals or pseudo-intellectuals. I consider myself a a pseudo-intellectual because I'm not like degreed or branded or what have you. I do have friends in academia and... I do try to find symposiums when they come. But also, coming from the Trek background, you always try to find learning of not just society, but the peoples, of anything. And this, my background this, actually has to come into play on this one because it, 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 it really shows that these people, in my own personal opinion just saying this right now they didn't try you're gonna put a freaking rock as a character that just sits there it's almost a parody from like a 90s cartoon almost like an adventure brothers type thing it's like well we have a rock like and then the rock has their scene this and the third and now it's into a ip called star wars where it's more not flamboyant, but more not respected, but more um, seen by people. So, what are you doing? It's almost as if, like, they invented this just so we could argue over a rock. Which is the ultimate troll, if you really think yeah. about it. The thing is, it, it won't be hard to make action figures. That's for oh, sure. <laughs> exactly. Like, literally, I have... Honestly, uh, I'm going to come out of my screen quick. So, you don't have to pull out of this, but I'll do this here. I have my action figure right here. <laughs> I pulled this out of my yard. <laughs> How sad is this? Exactly. Like, seriously. Like, I don't understand, like... No, I kind of understand, but I don't understand. It's... I believe it's of two minds, personally. It's of the fact of, since we, the Star Wars fans, who are our first, second, or thirds of the fandom, didn't accept what was given to us with the sequel trilogy or the High Republic, and... We're being punished. If that's the case, then I have no... Because I've had to do this with my main fandom with Star Trek is having to actually walk away. And it's hard as hell. And I totally understand, folks. It's a hard thing to do. To see the see your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your missus, what have you, if you want to put in that aspect, 
fall away into to a life of of shame, as it were. But sometimes you got to walk away to save yourself. And if this is what they want, then this is what they're getting. There are already a lot of things that they're doing besides the Geo thing with the High Republic. And, okay, um, the vessel it, called Vessel? Yeah. It had huge potential, too. Like, it, it was almost like Old Republic. But they're not being creative at all. Exactly. It, 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 it's... It really shows the mere fact that there's not a lot of thought process going down within the creation of what's going on in Lucasfilm right now. It's really showing not just that, but everything we have all, you know, we may get into it later, but let's concentrate on this one right now because this is what you're asking me, is the fact of... Why would you create... Let's just go on the basic question of this. Why would you create a rock? I'm trying not to swear here because this is your channel. I'm a guest here. Yeah. When So if it comes out, I slip, i sorry. And That's absolutely I, fine. I appreciate it. But when you have a, a freaking rock as a character for Star Wars, the one of the greatest IPs in North American history, not just American, but also Canadian and also um, Mexican. It's within North America, South America. It's also spread out into the world. Western culture, history. Let's put it that way. And then it's be degraded the way it was. And I use degraded purposely because... What we're seeing right now is the creation of a an IP that was supposed to bring joy to fans, to be generational, to actually be a tradition, a starter for tr a tradition. Now, my for myself, and I'll speak for myself, and I would love to hear your story about how you walked into Star Wars too. Is um so back and forth when I was younger, so I'm talking about four, five, six, seven, eight years, nine years, ten years, eleven, twelve, fifteen years old. It's flipped between Star Wars and Star Trek. Those are the two major ones. But the one major one, um, Star Wars, I would see would be Empire and um, Return of the Jedi. I always gravitate gravitated towards Return of the Jedi. I know a lot of people don't do it. It's not a really popular one for a lot of OG fans. But there's something about Return of Jedi. It was the completion for me. It was the fact of you saw him actually come up and actually go in the ranks. And that's what it was for me was the fact of I know I saw um, A New Hope. I saw Empire. And I saw, I saw all three. I saw Return of Jedi. With Mark Hamill Skywalker in Jedi, it gave me a template. And now I'm almost, I'm going to be 39 years old in July. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to my middle-aged life. It gave me a template at a younger age to help construct be the man that I need to be. If that makes sense. Absolutely. 
And this is what the saying is, too, because even women could actually see this, too. Like, you've even heard from other YouTubers that are just like, that would have been Leia. Because even Leia had influence on me, so did Han Solo. But Leia also had some influence on me of just being the guardian of a being royalty and being the guardian of royalty and trying to be the person that was a leader for, for lack of a word, her people, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that was another lesson that I had learned from all three OG films. And then when it came to the prequels, the same thing happened. We saw how Leia became, and we saw how Luke and Han and all those people, how those three, that core three, became to be. Because we saw what happened with Obi-Wan and Anakin, and we saw with um, with um, Padme, and we saw what Mace Windu and what they had to do in order to fight the breakdown that happened in episode three. They had to figure out a way in their own ways, whether they died or this, that, and the third, to try to preserve the last remnants of the Republic. So, one through six, well, one through three was the fall. Four through six was the rise of a new, of a new belief system, a new government, a new Republic, a new what have you. So we saw the fall, one through three, on how decadence and how if we disregard or take take um what's the word if we take for granted what we have as a democracy or a republic what can happen and then we see in four five and six how we can rebuild that back and then seven eight nine didn't do that for me exactly it was almost like it felt like a gimmick. Like it was made just to make money and not to add to the story. Indeed. And to make Star Wars into a laughing stock. Indeed. Indeed. And totally indeed. Now, this is the thing. How many of us, as fans of Star Wars, ha would do in two ways? And I'll let you question me how you want to question me how many of us actually saw that what i explained about the fall and rise of republic happen or is it the mere fact that it was just a how can i put this i want to be nice space i really movie with space wizards <laughs> uh yeah hey. basically where it 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 trivializes the story of Star Wars. It doesn't give the backing of what Star Wars was meant to be. It's literally becoming one of those things where it's like, it's just a story of space wizards and a government, this, that, and a third, and people get killed, and you just shoot things, and then you have to hold a maneuver, and then, you know, a couple of people get dissed, and this, that, and a third. No, that's not what Star Wars is. Star Wars is supposed to be a mythology. It's supposed to teach a lesson to people. But it's not teaching the lesson in the way that they're doing it. It's supposed to show you an, an alternate side or show you a side, then correct it that way, of 
how things should be to hold up a society. If you really want to get to brass tacks. Yeah. 789 did not do that. 789, in my opinion, was the way to show to... I hate to use this word, subvert the society, but also show a bizarre world of set society. No one worked together. It was always centered around one person that was like a nothing, and they had no no fight in the hero's journey. The hero's journey, we talk about this, but we all have a hero's journey. You and me, especially you, CJ. We yeah. have a hero's journey. Our hero's journey right now is being YouTubers. So that's our hero's journey. So I don't know what your subscriptions are at. I'm still on my one channel at 58, I believe. But you no. know what? I'm not complaining, but that's my hero's journey to try to get to 100. But I don't, I don't, I don't complain about it. I work. Yeah. I work for it. And that's what Star Wars was supposed to teach us, is the fact of working for your goal. And seven, eight, and nine did not do that. It's supposed to be, it oh, feel like a cult. No, exactly. Seven, eight, and nine just said, "Well, you got it, you get it." No, one through six was just like, "You need to get where you need to go. You need to work for it." And that's what we're missing with these things. And I would never dare show this to any child or any never sibling or n any child that I produce in the future. No, I'm sorry. Exactly. Would show them the legends novels if they want to see the story continued. There's plenty of legend stories that they could read. But yeah, um, like it doesn't it feels like they made it up as they went along. Mm -hmm. Like the middle is just out of place. Mm. Third one feels like they just rushed everything. Exactly. And, and then the first one feels like a rehash. And you could tell by the story. You can tell. You can totally... I, I'm not sure... Like, I want to ask you. What was your experience watching... Did you see 789 in theaters or no? I did. Unfortunately. Well, I didn't see the third one in theaters, so... Okay, um... I will say the same thing, and we'll leave it at that. So, at least with seven, I saw in theaters. Eight, I saw in Netflix. Nine, don't ask any more questions. I'm from New York. We don't talk about things that we don't need to ask questions about. I'll leave it from there. But with seven, it was my first date. And I talk about this all the time. It was my first date with my missus. And um, we went down. We sat down. We were watching it. We had our little comfy chairs. It was air-conditioned. All this and uh, I'm watching it, and the first crawl is just like, I'm getting into it with the crawl, and I'm like, yeah, okay, Star Wars, yeah, okay, we got the crawl. And then the first scene with the Star Destroyer coming out to the moon, I'm like, oh, crap, it's New Hope 2. And then I'm watching it, and I'm just like, yeah, it's New Hope 2. And by the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, it's New Hope 2. They did a reboot. I'm like, come on, then. This is not what Lucas is doing. Like, come on. I'll be admit. I'll admit that with episode seven, I kind of got a little bit nostalgia bias when I first watched it, and then I I slowly, especially after the Star Killer plot, I'm like, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's a bit much. This is the thing. For me, like, I know I'm older than you in, in certain aspects, but uh, it's... I'm not looking for nostalgia anymore. Like, I, there was a point in time, I'm not gonna lie, there was a point in time I was looking for nostalgia. But if I want nostalgia, I'll look at 1 through 6 again. I want something mm -hmm. new. And this is what we've been craving as fans of Star Wars. We, and Star Trek and Doctor Who and all these things. We need something new to progress the story. And, and this something is new that's creative. And it was not given to us, CJ. It was the fact of we were given we in trucking it's called we were sold if i remember right a bill of lies a bill of sales a bill of lies we were given something new through the promos but then when it came down to the actual product it was just a rehash and this is not what we're looking for if uh, all of us fans of lucas's um 1 through 6 of Star Wars in general, his vision was to be progression. It was supposed to be new worlds. It was supposed to be a, even okay. Have you played um, at any point Knights of the Republic one or two? Yes. I have both myself. I have. I actually bought an Xbox 360 in order to do so, and I'm replaying through them again right now just to have that new story of this. It, it's not nostalgia. Well, maybe it's nostalgia, but it's a new story again for me because I play both. I've totally forgot about it. I lost my Xbox. Is another story, but I'm not looking for a rehash. Of fucking, of, 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 sorry, of a story. <laughs> I'm looking for a new story to be told to me, a new part of the mythos to actually extend the mythos that I already knew. And this is the problem that we're having. And they don't get it. They're just trying to be safe with their money. You get more money if you actually took a risk. If you did wrong, you fixed the risk. And then you do it again. And when you're taking risks, don't break the canon, the previously established lore. And this is what I'm seeing right now, is the fact of, with all of us, and I'm there too, it's, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of my Star Trek. I'm going to go here and I will go back to tra oh, to Wars. I'm getting tired of my Star Trek getting messed over six ways a Sunday, being rewritten, being rethought of, being same with Doctor used. Who. Exactly. I'm sh and I know I've spoken to a few Whovians, and the Whovians that I've spoken to, they're they're on levels of devastation. Some are holding it better than others. And some are trying to be very intellectual about the fact of what's going on. But we're all feeling it. Whovians, Trek fans, War fans, Jedis, Starfleet officers, whoever we are, we consider ourselves. And it's so wrong what's going, what we're going through. We're giving you money to entertain us. And this is what you're giving us. Don't be surprised when we walk away. And I'm not even going into, because I'm not sure if we're going to go into it, but this is 
I'm glad we're on the first basis of the issues with Star Wars. Because you know, you know too, there is way more that is going into Lucasfilm and everything's going on. So I'm happy to concentrate on this before we go deeper Absolutely. if we do that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to tread lightly with the politics aspect of it. But, exactly. um, yeah. We can it, uh, substitute words such as SJW with woke culture. I would I would personally say um, the A word, but again, I'm trying not to swear on your channel, yeah. sir. So. Yeah. But it, it all... It does all come into play. It's they don't care about us. If someone needs to say it, then I'll be the first to do so. They do not care about us. We the fans. The ones that are trying to give them money to try to entertain us. They don't care about what we care about and what we feel. And it's such a sad situation because, you know, I want to actually show my sister-in-laws a black captain, a black female captain. But I can't do that because that's not the black woman that these black women need to see. I would love to show my, 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 un my, my uh, uncles, excuse me, my nephews. A a a a a a a a a kicking rebel with a tattoo on her face, and show what a strong, bulked up woman could look like, and she's doing what she needs to do. I'd love to show my other family members that you know what some of the original heroes that I grew up with, this is who I dealt with. And he had a fucking... He, he had, sorry, he had a... That's fine. This is uh, definitely... It's 18 plus. So you I, can swear I, as much as you want. I'll, I'll go quick, folks. I When I go into a tangent in my thoughts, I do have a tendency of being loose with my my, my mouth, and I do apologize. I don't want to... I don't want to disrespect the channel. <laughs> So I'm going to be very careful with my words. I don't want to show any of the next generation of my family these weak characters that are coming out. I want to show the strong ones. I want to show Luke Skywalker. I want to show uh, Cardin. I want to show um, Chewbacca, Han Solo, Padme Adala, Anakin, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I want to show... All these people, C3PO and R2D2, and they're what in their set. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> showing them at all. No, bring it back up, please. By all means, bring it back up. I don't want to show them because the Spock in that picture is not the Spock that is supposed to be. He's a logical minded person. He is a person that actually, th th he's not emotional. And the way they portrayed him in season two was being broken. No, they, no, 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 no. The way, okay, I understand that a Vulcan can be broken mentally in certain points. And it actually, ha there is some precedence in Enterprise with T'Pol. If you watch in season three, I want to say, where she talks about loss, about lo losing a comrade, where she talks to Trip and says, You don't think we feel loss when we lose a comrade? And this is before, I was there before or during her Torellian D sickness. I'll put it that way. 
but the way it's portrayed in this in this show, these characters, all of them, rise. Um, Abijua, I believe it is. Uh, Lisa Left Eye. Um, Tilly, um, obviously Spock, um, you had um, Stamets, Saru, um, can't think of the, uh, uh, Tyler, um, all these people could have had backstories. They could have all had backstories, and I'm saying it's, um, I, Deppner is, I believe, is behind Tilly, the redhead on the right side of your picture, if you're watching so, yeah. it took me a while, but I can actually kind of name all these people. And I'm probably messing on a, 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 a Bikwa or a Ojibwe. Ojibwe, I believe it is. But they could have character arcs actually fit into the Star Trek realm. And this is the problem that we're having in Star Wars. Is the fact that it doesn't fit into the canon of Star Wars, of what Lucas was seeing from when it came to Rebels, to um, Resistance, um, to 1 through 6, any extended universe, Legacy, um, and even the games. All the games. Because I played three games. I played uh, Knights 1 and 2, and I played... Um, uh, what was the one? It was just after... Um, it was a Sega game. It was just... I, I'm that old, folks. It was just after uh, 6. I can't think of it. But um, if you're in the chat, you can probably pull it up. But we're having a problem here. And it's not good. A problem so bad that even George Lucas is saying that he lost control. Now, why is that? Give me a sec to pull that up. Please. Oh, yes, that one, and I'm not... I, I thought you were going to bring the other one up from the uh, New York City School, but okay, that works too. Put on the the chat, and if you want to read through that, you can. Okay. It's in private chat. Um, let's see. I have to, since I'm not wrenched with you, I'm going to have to try to find this on my phone. This so I'm going to answer back people in the actual chat. And I really do want to say hello to everybody. So give me a couple seconds and I'll do that. <laughs> and, um, well, I'm gonna a relatively that. recent interview with George Lucas has revealed mm -hmm. an interesting detail about the most recent and fairly divisive Star Wars trilogy produced by Disney. In October 2020, Lucas, alongside his wife and chairwoman of Starbucks, Melody Hobson, appeared as part of a virtual speaker series for the East Harlem School at Exodus House. Oh, that was his wife? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. During the interview, a 7th grader, Jeremiah, asks Lucas around the 42-50 minute mark. The world has changed so much since the first Star Wars movie. How do you think the changes in the fight for racial justice will impact Star Wars universe going forward? Lucas responded, I don't know. I mean, I kind of lost 
control of Star Wars, so it's going off in a different path than what I intended. Right. That's a gist of... uh... It... 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 It's sad that even the crater doesn't agree with what's going on. I know. It... We're seeing a turn right now of, um... When it comes to... Obviously, fans like us, we're on one side of the coin. The... People that are against us are on the other side, obviously. Let me put it that way. But we are actually starting to see people starting to come onto our side and actually starting to see that maybe things are not that greener on that side. They're maybe a little bit greener on this side. Even though this grass may be destroyed eventually, the grass that we are showing is the truth. If that makes sense. We had a moment of hope with the Mandalorian, with Gina Carano, and Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. And all that just vanished after they fired Gina. And, okay, so I guess we're going there. I didn't, I, I again, I, I, I kind of think that we didn't want to really go there, but you really, she's one of those people that, she is the oxygen in the room. We have to admit that. We have to You and I, and I know I've said in previous videos of my own that I do not want to mention her to not keep invoking her name. It's not a disrespect. Yeah. It's not out of disrespect at all. It's trying to see other aspects of the situation going on, but she is the oxygen in the room. And... So let's go into this quick and then we'll go from there. We seen, and I've said this before in another pre recorded video, it's coming up soon. Now, I'm being very careful with my, vo- my words. I'm from New York City, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And um, one of the things I've seen has been. Gangster, I've seen this with my own eyes. So it's not just who she is, if you get what I'm saying. But it's the culture of New York City. It happens with all of us. It is a gangster-style hit job that happened to her. Cancel culture. Now, with that said... Haters come to me, you come to me. You don't come to my boy, you come to me. You want to talk to me, you come to me. Because I'm going to show you how New Yorker I am too. Let's be straight. But in any case, I don't run away from a fight. So you want to come to me about what I said, you come to me. You know where I am. You see me on Twitter, I'll put it up on Twitter too. Where my link is, and you can talk to me. But I'm going to put it this way. What we saw was a silencing of a voice of someone that spoke the truth. As we are all doing. 
all of us in the chat, all of us that are doing YouTube channels, all of us on Twitter, we are trying to speak the truth and trying to speak our minds. And we can't do that in our own countries, respectively. We just got the answer from a multi-million dollar company saying, you're not allowed to do so. Well, thankfully, we don't, we're not, we don't work for you. So it is what it is on that. And you know what? That's my girl. And you know what? Anyone that could take a punch in the face has my respect because I've taken a few shots in my face myself. I probably have some brain damage myself for actually doing certain things in life, but that's another story. She's gone through a lot fighting in the ring, but nothing compared to the toxic uh, fandom. I wouldn't even say the toxic fandom. They're more, they're not even fans. They're not fans of Star Wars. They're well, fans of cancel culture. But she's also an example of fighting back. It's one exactly. of those things like it, it it I get it because she's not from New York. She's from she's from out west. But she still has the same mentality that we do out here in the East. Not a lot of us do it anymore. But and you've dealt with me before, CJ. Yes. Is whatever you gotta say about me, I'm low. On the tone pole, first and foremost. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, low, I'm low end. I got like 50-something viewers. It doesn't matter. It's what it is. I'm going to work my way up. But I'm low on the tone pole. But I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to do what I need to do within the ranks of YouTube and what have you and not try to mess anybody over or myself. But you're not going to hold me from speaking truth or speaking my mind, even if it's wrong or right. And I will correct myself if need be. And this is what this woman did. She spoke her truth. And this is what the whole thing was, is the fact of this whole thing for the last couple years. Everybody needs to speak their truth. She did and she got penalized for it. So um, if she can't and someone else can, so is the line. So we're going to go with our girl. Exactly. And you know what? I'll back her up too. I may be a silent partner because I'm not going to, I don't want to be that guy that folds into the fray. But at the same time, I'm there. And some people may say, it's just like, well, you need to fully back her up. <laughs> it's complicated. And maybe some of you will understand is the fact that sometimes you don't need too many voices jumping in because it just looks weird. Sometimes you need some voices that are actually in the backside, actually in the undercut, actually doing what they need to do, but still supporting. And that's where I'm at. It's New Yorkers were low-key. Well, at least the New Yorkers I, I did know. I'm not sure how it is now, but the old school I came from... We're low-key. We got your back. But um, if you, was, you call on us, we're here. It was positively in Star Wars. And it Disney just snuffed it out. Like a light. Like and a flame. Exactly. They had two things going from They had Gina and they had the CGI Luke. Now, can you answer me this one? Was Mark Hamill actually on set? He was. That was him? Um, I think he was more of a... This is what Luke would do. 
person in the background. Obviously, I can't see him doing stunts. That's that's cool. That's like what we needed. That's what we as Star Wars fans is what we needed. We needed an OG coming in and be like, "This is what happens. This is what you do, and this is how you continue it." So what's the problem? Like I want to, I kind of do. Don't get me wrong. I kind of do understand what it is. Don't get me wrong, but I don't understand. It's like from a purely financial aspect. I'm gonna put it that way. You want to make money, then you gotta do what you gotta do. You make sure you get the people that you need to get in. You got two popular characters in the same scene. Yeah, Skywalker. You have no. Well, you have more than that. You have R two D two. Scott, because I saw the ending. I've purposely fast forwarded to the ending because I'm not willing to mess with Mandalorian anymore. And I had to finish WandaVision. Well, I didn't have to, but me and the missus, we actually like WandaVision. So I was, it was doing more for her and then more for me too. It's just, so we finished that one. But um, I'm not sure I'm going to be seeing Disney anymore after this. But back to my point I had to see that ending. I had to see it for myself. You had Skywalker. You had Cardoon. You had um, Baby Yoda. You had um, Ming Yawa. I can't think of her character's name. You had that girl scene. You had this. You had the Mandalorian. You had all these things coming through. And you had that big ending. And you had that big fight, which was parallel to the Rogue One fight with. Um, Vader. If anybody remembers with Vader, which was awesome. So it, it, it seems like to me they have spurts of greatness and then bring it down and screw up. I don't Almost. understand what's I don't understand what's up with this company. Do you want to make money or not? Do you want to entertain they're, us or not? They're not professional at all. They go after their fans and they mock them. And, yeah. and then they expect us to come back. I might no. be mocked. Exactly. I'm I'm almost thirty nine years old. I don't like being mocked. You're gonna entertain me, I'm gonna give you money, or I'm gonna walk away. Now, what it is for younger viewers, older viewers, or depending on who it is, because I have to say it that way, because I've had I've known some people younger than I am that have just walked away from stuff and just like, I'm done. I've also known older people that have just been like, I have to stick with this. I'm that person, for me at least, you're going to entertain me because I gave you money. Or I'm walking away. Don't expect my dollar. Fix this. Fix it now. We already have it where there are things going on in real, in our reality, as it were, where the questions are being done, and now I'm talking in like, yeah, I'm talking in like you know, ooh, good picture. Yeah, Clone Wars, as well. I've not seen Clone Wars. I do have to check that out. I'll, I'll give them. A, that's another example, like the season finale that they came out with. It was really good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
they have this upward spiral and then they just crash and burn because and I don't know if it's like well I do know it's the leadership behind Lucasfilm now CJ I wanted to ask you like we're talking about obviously right now but um again you're between you and I you are you're more knowledgeable about Star Wars than I am so as I'm coming into this like I I kind of understand things but I don't so I need you to explain if you can like I don't understand why it's so hard and maybe this is a question for Trek fans that are out there that are watching or who fans or any fans of any other IP that's being destroyed right now because it is what it is being destroyed by this and the third what is so hard for giving us what we want like for example Snyder cut they gave yeah. us the Snyder cut and then they're what is it, HBO Max crashed multiple times? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what people wanted. And that's the thing, too. It's, it's, it, like, I don't have HBO Max. I would like to actually see Snyder Cut. And from what I'm seeing right now, it's even, even our Overlord, as much as, even our Overlord... GG, Nerdrotic, a lot of the higher channels that I've been watching. Snyder kind of dug his hole in the recent stream. So. Exactly. And there has been that aspect, but at the same time, there's this duality with everybody where it's just like, yeah, we don't like what he said, but I, I still am not sure what's been going on. Like, I'm trying to. I Personally, Me I've neither. not kept I've... myself out for, for a reason. I'm actually getting a new gig. I'm, those who know I'm a truck driver, so I'm actually getting a new run soon. So I've been concentrating on that, but I've been watching, and I need to dig into this to see what's going on. And maybe you can explain to me, sir, what's going on. Going on? Um, well, Snyder went on their live stream, mm -hmm. their charity for suicide prevention and one of the first things he did was compare uh, said he's not associated with geeks and gamers and he compared geeks and gamers to a hate group and everything just went downhill from there oh dear I see I'm going to have to try this then and watch on my personal time. Um, I will say this to you folks. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Pollard. DM me the episode, as it were, and then I can watch this in my personal time, and then I can actually maybe do a reaction or at least just watch what you're saying from there, folks. So I, I, I really fully don't know what's going on. I just know there was a disruption, so... Whether it be you, CJH, and or whoever's in the chat, just I'm on Twitter, Ian Slayer on Twitter, just 
DM me and then DM me the well, info on watch. that, please. Uh, but really, we this is this is how we do a charity stream. We we. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't know. So I'm. I'm gonna now, leave it. Yeah, we're not gonna. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull on Obama. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I'll do it that way. Um, but any case, anyway, 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 anyway. What do you feel would be the best move for Star Wars at this point? Put Dave and John Favreau in charge. Is that gonna happen? Dave Filoni. I don't. I believe so. I think too many people on Lucasfilm side with Kathleen Kennedy. I have to feel if there is that 50-50 split, I do have to feel that there is and will have to be eventually a reckoning. And especially going on with when you have we've seen this with other YouTubers besides ourselves explain that even financiers are talking about this situation, these multiple situations, that a reckoning will happen and a change will happen. And I'm sitting back and I'm just letting it happen. I've already said my piece of what I feel about the whole situation concerning uh, Lucasfilms, but I'm not going to say anything anymore. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. We have. It's possible that Sowers can have redemption, but only through Dave Filoni, through the Bad Batch mm -hmm. TV show that's coming out. <laughs> but then there's the Leslie Headland um, episode that's coming out too. So yes. what's it? What, the Acolyte, rather. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. So and that could end up. That? that could end up being the same thing as like High Republic and I believe it's set in High Republic as well I believe so too I've actually now I'm still teetering on this I'm not going to lie I have a Barnes and Noble close to me and um, I'm not going to lie I should have took a picture of this and you know what Haters can say that I'm lying. I don't care. You don't run my life. I was wiping the dust off the High Republic novels <laughs> and looking at them. They're $23 American, 32 Canadian. Just to give you an idea, I'm still considering picking up one and doing a full read on, on, on the High Republic on my channel. And just doing like a live read. I'm not sure if it's actually one of those things where I really want. I'll get it back in taxes, what have you, because of expense. But I'm not sure if I really want to do it and waste my time. I consider episodes. Yeah. How do you pronounce your. Lutler? I'm murdering it. I'm sorry, sir. Or ma'am. Or whoever you are. Um, 
Yeah, it, 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 I totally get what you're saying. It's, I don't, if I'm going to, I put it this way, if I'm going to add to the fire, then I'm not buying this book and doing a read. Yeah, it could be a joke, and maybe it could be serious for some, but I'm not going to add to the fire on this. But at the same time, it could be an educational thing for all of us to see what the, what they are doing on their end. Because yeah. I skimmed through some of the pages, and I'm just like, this is not Star Wars. And I it's, don't know Star Wars that well. This is not Star Wars. <laughs> it, it has huge potential, and they just don't bother, I guess. It, it's more than not bothering. It's, it, it, it's definitely not bothering, but it's also... I go back to Geode. It's a troll. It's a straight up troll. It is trolling us that are the the keepers of the flame. We are the ones that are actually supposed to send this experience, this story, this mythology to our next generation. And they're blocking us from doing it because what they're producing is counteractive to what we are trying to send down. So what do they expect? Do they expect us to actually just willingly be like, okay, yeah, we'll actually bring in Ray and this, that, and the third, and Geo, and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I already said before, earlier today, or earlier in this cast, is the fact of I'm not going to show. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to show any way, shape, or form, unless I have to teach her lesson on this, Michael Burnham, I will not do so. I will not show Geode, unless I'm trying to show the anticipus, uh, the, the, the dark, the dark side of Star Wars. This is not the way. This is not the way it's supposed to go. They're messing up. They need to understand that and need to, to give us what we need to give. What it maybe it's a New Yorker in me coming in. It's just like they need to do this, and they won't listen to me. I'm just some guy in the middle of New York somewhere. But at the same time, they're losing money left and right. So what's gonna what's it gonna pan out? Are you willing to lose money for what you want to say? Or are you a money based company? Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Because uh, I have no problem, me personally, not giving them any money anymore. And uh, honestly, I've saved a lot. There was an X-Wing, an uh, OG X-Wing fighter I wanted to buy, a Lego one. I didn't buy it. There was a uh, Enterprise Starship Lego. Like it, was a, it wasn't Lego, it was like Keto. It was the off-brand. I could have bought it. No. I'm not gonna do it. Do I want to buy? I used uh, to buy a TARDIS. Tons. I don't want to buy a TARDIS. I used to want to buy lots of Star Wars stuff. I stopped buying Star Wars stuff unless I'm actually interested in it. Like I'm not gonna put money into something that's not interesting and just is there to insult fans. 
And that's the thing. It's an insult to all of us, to our intelligence, to our fandom, and to who we are as people. We come to this for a release. We come to this for a way to walk away in a healthy way from our realities. That's sad because I I want to be positive about Star Wars, but I just can't. Now, why is that? Because they keep pushing this thing on us, like ruining Star Wars with non-creative characters and ruining Luke Skywalker and like overall just destroying the IP. It, it, it's a shame. By the way, Christian Fair, hey, how you doing? Sorry you gotta leave. Have a good night. And Lunatar, I can't pronounce your damn name. Pearson Limick, hello, how you doing? Um, Wilmer Lubin, hello. Um, C- oh, wait, that's you, CJAs. Oh, hi! Um, <laughs> Kevin Rear Delgado, how you doing? Uh, Classic Sonic, hello. Um... I do want to give respect to Pell265 also. Uh, just, we're not ignoring you. I did say William Luber, right? Yeah. And um, some guy who's like a real prick, um, the blank podcast with Ian Slayer. I don't know who he is, but I know he's like a really mean guy. Uh, that Ian Slayer guy? Yeah. I, wait, oh, shit. Is he on there? Wait, that's me. Never mind. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, whoops, <laughs> but, but um, but it's... yeah, uh, Blue Ted Blur, uh, you're right, Mandalorian was good until I oh. didn't. I okay, honestly, I didn't see a Mandalorian when I was about to jump onto Mandalorian, was whole uh, G was the whole G, GC thing. It, yeah. it, it, and, and that's why I'm just like I, I, and that's when it was in the fourth or fifth episode of WandaVision because me and my missus were watching WandaVision and the only way, the reason I had to complete that because, well I didn't have to but is the fact that me and her we had a bond for something so I'm respecting my relationship with me and my missus but after this like even she, she's like I'm I'm done and we're like gonna probably move on to something else. She has her show. Her show is like Heartland. My show is um, Star Trek Enterprise right now. So we're like diverting off to other things. And Heartland, if you don't know, is a Canadian show from the CBC about a horse farm in Alberta. And yeah. I'm telling you, it's way more interesting than anything I've ever seen before. It's made in Canada too. Yes, exactly. Plus, the guy that plays Tim was actually an actor that worked with David Carradine in um, uh, uh, Kung Fu The Legend Continues, if you know about this. But yeah, like, I don't try to be, like, talk negative about Star Wars because I want to. Exactly. Because... They almost force you to. And that's that's the problem. Is the fact that we shouldn't talk negative about our fandoms. It I've come to the point now, and 
please correct me if I'm wrong, or if you have to push back, by all means do so. We should not talk negatively about our fandoms. We should... I've come to the point now where I will watch the movies and shows that are within the fandoms before other entities took over and enjoy those and share those with my future generations, as it were. But the new th stuff that comes out, I'm disregarding it. It never happened. Like, I can't really do that because I do have... Um, I do have Star Trek Online and Discovery and Strange New Worlds and the Kelvin Time. Well, the Kelvin Timeline was never really a problem with me. That's another story um, with Star Trek. Uh, I can get at later, but to my point, these new things that are coming in that are disrespecting our fandoms. Yeah, Legends. So what is that? Oh, it. It would be considered Elseworld, uh, the previous George Lucas canon of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And it goes from Old Republic all the way to post Return of the Jedi. But this is the thing as long as these legends are still around, a lot of people are going to flock to the legends. And they're going to reinforce the fact that these legends are going to be the things that they're going to follow and not the new canon. Now, you notice even with Star Wars is the fact of they're pushing canon doesn't matter, but at the same time, their canon matters. So yes. what is it? So if that's the case, we're not following your canon. We don't care about you. We don't care about what you make. It's horrible. It's horrible writing. It's horrible play. It is what it is. People need to speak the truth on this. And you know what? I'll probably get canceled for saying this, but it's just like someone needs to tell them the truth. I've had hard truths in my life, too. Someone needs to tell them the truth. What the hell is uh, that? Dirge from Legends. And he was recently brought into the Disney canon. Is that a and Terminator? No. <laughs> He's a bounty hunter, and he was very popular in the Legends Clone Wars. Uh-huh. And the most of the newer Star Wars fans, the, the fans of the Disney Star Wars, usually hate on Legends, but when they see this, they instantly praise it. Well, it makes you wonder... What is it that separates the legends from the Disney canon? Is it... I don't... No, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm trying to figure out a way to get not to go there. Is it... Is there... Follow me, folks. Is there... A real hatred... Or disdain... For what became before us... It was good. It was sound. It made sense. What is their problem? And I gotta ask this. What is their problem on what came before and it's not expanding on what goes to the future? You have, you have a real problem with that? Is it really gonna hurt you? Or does it hurt you? 
exactly. Why praise something when Disney does it, but diss it when, like, say, George Lucas does it? I have to find this because you just reminded me of something. 1977. Like, for example, Palpatine uh, uh, coming back. He came back in Legends. All these Disney fans hated that idea. But all of a sudden, when Disney does it, it's okay. Right. Um, I wonder if this is it. Uh, it Maybe. I'm not sure. But I'm trying to find this. And folks, if in the chat, if you can find this, it's from 1977. Around the same time that George Lucas did his Star Wars, Disney actually tried to do a science fiction, um, a science fiction story to try to counteract it, but it got lost in the fray. I'm looking for it. I have something called the Black Hole from 1979. It's not. I don't believe. It's, no, it isn't. Okay, I believe this is what it is that they were fighting against. Now I will put it here in the share screen if you want to put it up, uh, CJ. Uh, okay, hold on. I gotta do this because I don't need you to see that part. And uh, do that, and I'm sharing. So it's. If this is what I'm talking about, it's something called the black hole. So you see, production company, Walt Disney Productions. Now, even back then, if I'm correct, now, this is, I want to say, first and foremost, as a disclaimer to CJH, this is me speculating. I am not saying this is truth. This is a speculation from the events I have in front of me. Please do not do not come after us, man. If you want to talk to me, you talk to me. But even here, near the the I want to try to make sure I'm doing this right. The Black Hole is American, it's 1979, American science fiction film directed by Gary Nilsson, produced by Walt Disney Productions. So it was two years after Star Wars New Hope. They were trying to, in theory, from what it looks like, not saying it was, trying to counteract Star Wars. So in theory, if these things were going on, Instead of trying to beat the man, they tried to become the man. Where I come from. So if you can't beat the guy, you buy him out. Exactly. And, they, and they screw up his stuff. Um, so if you want to do your own personal research, The Black Hole 1979 film, like I said... He's the director, producer, screenplay, but it was production company by Walt Disney Productions. So, if you want to do your own deep dive on this, please go ahead, but I'm pretty sure this is the one I was talking about. Alright, I think I'm good here. But, um, yeah. You can't, you can't do better than the man. Lucas had a lot of strength, and he still does.
um, Blue Tether compared to Mandalorian to Deadpool? I'm sorry? That's that odd. Uh, Blue Tether compared Mandalorian to Deadpool? <laughs> now? Maybe. Possibly. Um... So, do you want to get into uh, a topic that you enjoy talking about? Say again? Do you want to talk about a topic that you enjoy talking about, such as, like, Trek, or... Yeah, um, what do you want to ask me? I'm, bro, I'm an open book, so you go for it. Uh, what was your favorite, the series in Star Trek? Right now, it's currently Enterprise, and it was Enterprise for a while, because, um, now, those who, um, I'm going to disclaimer this, who are going to get turned off by about what I'm going to say, I get it, but you have to understand, Enterprise fans, we kind of like this, it's favorite heart. It's not just that song. The song actually does help. But if you really think about Faith of the Heart song, the originally the song was done by Rod Stewart. Um, but it fit the, the tone of the story. It's the fact of, for me, when Enterprise came out, I was in college at the time. I was a uh, culinary art chef. And um, that's when Voyager ended in 99, 2000. And that's when uh, Enterprise actually jumped on from 2004. And I wish it went on for the fifth season because the fifth season was going to be the Romulan Wars with T'Pol being found out that she, from my understanding, T'Pol was going to find out she was going to be a half Romulan, half Vulcan because her mom had a thing or something else may have happened where she had a kid. Because if you notice in... Uh, earlier season she was a single mom there's no dad um they were setting it up but enterprise star trek enterprise for me was the best setup for our actual in real life space exploration if you watch the behind the scenes if you talk to anybody i think robert bernard robert that's my crew, man. I'm telling you, that's my that's my crew. Hoshi and Hoshi, Malcolm, Tapal, Fox, Andrew. Just that's my crew, and they got the, the perfect sci-fi actor in a way. Yes. Okay. I totally understand that Scott Bakula plays Scott Bakula in everything he plays, but it kind of worked in this. And the, the, okay, we'll keep this up for a second if I can explain. Can I? Yep. Absolutely. The, I'll try to bounce if you can watch me, folks. Um, the relationship that Trip and Malcolm had, they had a brother thing going on with, um, Trip and um, Archer, they had a senior junior officer type deal, but also had a past in one of the episodes in season two or three, I believe. It was with A.G. Robinson before he died. And with um, um, Trip, he said, well, if, 
if you need an engineer, I'll be able to work with you. Flox came in season one, and he actually did his following thing. Hoshi and Archer actually had a pass together. Mayweather, uh, Andrew Mayweather, and um, Archer, actually, um, there was something with them. He was looking for a pilot, and he found Mayweather. And with T'Pol and, and Archer, it was rough in the beginning, to put it best. But they found a way to come together, which was supposed to be a parallel of Kirk and Spock. So that Kirk and Spock parallel actually worked with T'Pol and Archer. So Archer is the focal point, and he was the captain of all these people. Yes, this is senior staff, but he was able to actually move around with these people back and forth. And even within the senior staff, they were able to move around with each other. I think even their episodes between Mayweather and Sato, I have to rewatch it again. But Enterprise, for me, was the connection of our reality to the Star Trek reality. You see the jumpsuits. It wasn't the, the shirts or the whole fitting thing that they did with Kirk or with, um, with Picard, with the Hispanic suits, or with Voyager, where it's the jumpsuits or the half-button suits, or even with Deep Space Nine, where they're on a space station. Enterprise is the connection of our human development right now. And I hope someone takes a clip of this, and I want people to hear my words on this, and I'll do it my damn self if need be, but if you do, please link me and I'll send it out. So we'll go from there. Enterprise, if you watch the behind the scenes, they went to a submarine, or they were talking to submariners, and they were talking about how, talking to submariners on how they built their ships. They built the NX-01 Enterprise like a submarine. Not just a spaceship, but a submarine. How to use all their space. How to use the warp core engines. How they wore their uniforms, this, that, and the third. And Enterprise is the logical step between our reality and the Star Trek reality. I really feel that CBS really screwed up on this one because their fourth season was their pivot. And they could have had the season five, six, seven, or what have you. And these actors, I give nothing but respect for because you know what? They got gypped. And you know what? I hope to. I hope that they come back together again for at least one or two or three, but it has to be under new management. That's all I have to say. Because Enterprise was supposed to be our 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 our, our, our link to a goal to speculate to this to exactly to this reality. For me, this was the Star Trek that I grew up with, watching with my grandfather. Mm-hmm. That and uh, the Picard. Uh, what's the Picard one? Uh, Next Generation. Those two were the Star Trek that I grew up with. I always felt that, and I've, I'm a two-timer with Shatner. I'm a two-time Shatner um, fan. Um, I cooked for him back in the early aughts, and two years ago, I believe, before the thing that <coughs> kicked in, I actually met him. 
And um, I'll actually do this for you folks, um, if I can actually do it. So, um, excuse my mess. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so, uh, freaky camera. I met Shatner. I have ships. In a way, I think you would call me something called a futurist. Something, I don't think I'm actually a futurist because I'm still working on the definition, but I feel that Star Trek and even Star Wars, now I'll get into Star Wars, I'll explain Star Trek to a point, but even Star Wars gives us that, that, here, I'll come back off camera. Sorry, folks. Um, it gives us the ability to leap beyond logic. It gives us the ability to think beyond what we are right now. Can we actually build a starship to actually explore the stars? Can we build a, a sword that's purely from light? Can we actually, and follow me on this, meditate to ourselves to hone our own skills and hone our own being because that's what the Jedi code is to me is the fact of it's not just using a lightsaber and fighting people but it's also being able to learn about yourself and learn about the nature about you does that make sense? Yes, the balance. Yes. So these things, these IPs, even with Doctor Who, and I'll go to Yehuvians too, because I'm I'm partial Yehuvian myself. I have a TARDIS here with Picard in there. That's a long story. Um, I do have Eleven here. It's adventure. With Who, it's adventure. With Wars, it's philosophy. With Trek, it's exploration. And without these things, these three things in our lives, that makes up the human condition. And without these things, or if there are um, mess with, to use softer words, in any way, shape, or form, we will never grow as a society. We will never grow as a people. And we will never grow as a human genome. Well said. I try. A lot of smarts tool in the shed there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh. I miss Enterprise. Yeah. I got food. <laughs> well, it's been an hour, so. Okay. That's a good wrap-up. All right, cool. Um, I just, um, I don't know, um, you're, we're on your channel, so how do we end yeah. this? Um, um, well, we can end it your way. Okay, so um, let's do it that way then. So, um, sir, make yourself large. Tell the people who you are, and I will do the same. So you first. Well, I am the CJH, and you can find me on YouTube. With, was it over 5k subscribers now? Crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a lot of people asking for a Clone Wars video. 
Oh, I'll make some Clone Wars videos about some characters, I guess. Um, and uh, I'll continue to promote that Clone Wars video that everyone is want wanting to hear about. Anakin versus Obi-Wan video. Um, and uh, I have a podcast. I'm trying to reboot the podcast so it's more it's less about me and more about geekdom. Uh, and I'm actually making a podcast called Fans Unleashed Podcast. I'm trying to gather up a group of people that will uh, talk of entertainment. Uh, okay, now uh, right. on to you. All right, so I appreciate this time. So obviously, um, this has been, let's be straight here, this has been recorded on CJA's live on his channel and um uh, i will be getting this eventually and we will be putting it on my in the blank podcast the blank podcast with ian slater i appreciate everybody has come on here on the live chat and more to come and i just saw i can't pronounce your name i'm so sorry bulotter thank you for subscribing uh yeah and take care of you. Please watch us and please support your favorite YouTuber. What we're doing is, it may be small to some, but even these little things that uh, myself and this gentleman is doing are going to build to a bigger thing. And when we get bigger, please support us. I don't care personally that I'm like on the low end. It is what it is. I probably said it the third time, but it is what it is. Screw it. It is what it is. But I'm glad to see my friends, especially this man right here, is actually doing well. So, hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> please like, scare, share, like, scare, yeah, like, share, <laughs> yeah, scare us. Yeah, you, I, I you could do that right me. now with the face reveal. <laughs> I'm scaring no. people with this face reveal. So, like, share, subscribe to our channels, um, and we'll go from there. Um, I really thank you, CJH, for actually letting me come on to your channel and doing this recording this way, and then we can put it on to mine, and then we'll go from there. Almost like a reboot of the CJH channel as well, because so we this need... has been like a year since I have live-streamed Really? So I'm yeah. definitely honored that this is happening. We need to get this man going. So let's get him going, and we'll go from there. But, um, folks, care about fandom. Fandom has a connection to all of us in human society, and that's what it is. Yes, we need to start creating some more stuff. This is the year to create, nice. as I feel. But at the same time, our past does actually, does actually have a basis in this. So let's save our past. And let's start say wars. Supporting let's say track. Let's say who. And start supporting independent creators as well. Twenty twenty one, the year of the content creator. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Ian Slater, see you later. <laughs>